Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. And welcome to the Deep Dive. Sunday, week six. Sunday edition. The Sunday edition. How you doing, Andy? Another winning weekend for you? Yeah, um... The three, and I'm going to just, I'm not, I'm not, I don't care what time zone you live in or if you're in Arizona or that weird part of like Indiana that doesn't do time zones or daylight savings time, the three o'clock games, that's just what I'm going to call them all the time. Cause I'm in the central and they were awful. It was yes. just hot, hot, hot garbage. I, and granted, like I did have the second half of a teaser leg not come through on the Tennessee game, but oh man, even if I had Baltimore, like straight any any sort of bet on that game awful uh i guess the rams denver game got a little tight at the end it's not like i ever thought the rams are gonna lose i guess and if you had the rams in the points that wasn't good oh uh, and then yeah obviously the dallas blowout we all saw coming <laughs> that was wild yeah um i think we learned something from that game dallas is uh worth backing at home you know they're a good team at home uh, I'm fine saying that, and I'm going to look for opportunities as we go through the rest of the season to back them when they're in Jerry World. Um, Offensive is, mastermind. Yeah, right. There might, yeah. Do you think there's you think there's value that uh, presents itself on fading the Cowboys now that they go on the road uh, and play the Washington Redskins next Sunday? You see, they opened this one at a uh, at a nice bettable minus one for Washington and it's already on its way up to two. So if you're going to get involved, I'd say go ahead and get involved before it gets beyond two on Washington. Um, what do you think, Mandy? Hmm, what'd you think of Washington's second half? I thought it was pretty pathetic. I think they were lucky to just escape with the win there. Uh, I know that was a, they, and they've had, if you look back, cause I almost, which horseshoes, hand grenades and cum shots, I didn't quite get there and get, uh, <laughs> um, my Panther second half because that that was kind of a look. It was almost like uh, Raiders second half early in the season. Uh, the Redskins have been kind of bad after halftime. I don't know what I think of either Gruden right now. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny that they're both Grudens. Um, but yeah, they. I, I don't even know what the line was. I missed it completely, so I didn't even go look. But I'm assuming. Carolina probably covered that by getting a lot closer. Um, yeah, they looked bad in the second half. They need to tighten that up if they want to be in contention here. I mean, are they? Let's talk about that. Are they in contention for the the East? Oh, boy. I think they are. I think the East is actually wide open, really. Um, Philadelphia, clearly the best team, but will suffer from the hardest schedule as the season wears on. Uh, and you know, it's probably only going to take 10 wins to get there. So if Dallas can hold home field, um, Dallas has a hugely advantageous matchup against Philly. One of the ones we kind of had circled in the preseason. I don't know if you remember this, but, uh, Dallas plays two Thursdays in a row, Thanksgiving. And then the following Thursday, they play like new Orleans or something. Um, and then after that, they get a nice 10 day rest preparing while, uh, Philly is coming off of Monday night football. Philly plays Monday night football against Washington. And then, uh, Dallas gets them at home with extra rest Philly on a short week. So that's a pretty nice spot to look for a Dallas win right there. Um, I think it probably comes down to Philly and Dallas and maybe even that game. 
but it's uh, it's going to be yeah. The East is going to be competitive until the very waning quarters of the season. I think. Yeah, I can't. I can't quite wrap my head around if, if Washington will be in that. But you do raise a good point about the Eagles' schedule. That's a little rough for them. Ugh. So about oh, about Car- Carolina was minus three in the second half, and they covered uh, by two points. Okay, uh, so it did come so through. It did come through. Um, I didn't okay, want to know. okay. So uh, you had have you had a losing week yet? Are you six and zero, oh, basically? Oh, I had a th- I had a three and three week that pretty you, much you got juiced out. Was, yeah, I don't know if there's good enough plays on that week as far as juice to win, but yeah, three and two week a really. It sucks. I want to be like three and a half and one and a half because one of my half of my teaser leg came through in spades. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, anything else I was looking to put together for a teaser really wouldn't have. Let's wouldn't talk about that well. leg that came through in spades. Uh, yeah, it was the Chargers. I, I was I was out ahead of the line movement towards the Browns, so I lost just a massive pile of closing line value on that one. I ended up selling it out to two and a half points to get my juice down to plus 112. Um, And so that was a nice, that was like a dream play, really. Like, (laughs) they get a quick turnover, put the rookie in in straights early out of the gates, convert it into a touchdown. Like, that's like an absolute dream about how you want to start a play like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, the chargers look legit. I gotta say, and I'm not just, you know, I, I'm not trying to read too much into just the drubbing of a Cleveland team that came off their second, you know, division, you know, a division win, huge, huge win for them, uh, and underperformed this week. But, uh, for the chargers to go East and play early and kick ass like that was pretty impressive. And now we see an interesting scenario set up where, one of my favorite things, we talked about it all along, and it came through actually this week, is differential travel uh, heading to London. And the Chargers, from everything I can tell from the media I've seen after this game in Cleveland, got on a plane and went right to London. So they're doing the whole media experience, adapt to the time, uh, do your practices. Are do they, your they're leaving like London. today? That's what I had heard. Uh, can you confirm that, or do you think... Uh, I, I, was, I guess I, I, had, I was under the impression they were like staying in staying in town for a day or so before they left but I oh mean, that's, po- either, that's possible yeah either, either way, way they're, they're not, not going they're back not they're going not going to, back to they're California not going to San Diego for sure but they're not going to LA either <laughs> yeah the, the the nightmare scenario in terms of if you wanted to back the charges this week is they fly back to California and then to London on a short week um that that would be bad but that I, I believe that you're gonna have chargers uh you know you know physically, mentally as prepared as they can be for this, which is exciting. Uh, Cause I think I'm going to get in line and back them again. Uh, we saw them uh, cover with ease today uh, and they opened this game against the Tennessee Titans as six and a half point favorites. Uh, we got, uh, we got a Titans team that just got shut out by the Ravens uh, and a uh, you know, a, a unit that we thought was relatively competent in the Titans offensive line looked utterly helpless. A unit that we thought was relatively competent in the Titans defense put up relatively little resistance. Every time the Ravens got into the, the red zone, the Ravens figured out their red zone issues from the last couple of games. They were three for three this week. Uh, it's it's really tough to uh, to say what in the hell is going on with the Tennessee Titans. But uh, I got to say, I like this number with the chargers only laying six, six and a half points. I'm going to get involved in that. 
almost certainly, and look for them to uh, take care of business overseas while the Titans bury themselves and take themselves out of competition for the uh, AFC South, which is a surprise because I was really starting to buy into them and believe in what this team was doing. Um, but boy, have they gone off the rails. Yeah, I would, I would venture to say that the Colts at one and five, and we talked about the Colts and they had, they did what they did today. The Colts might not be out of the division, the division, you know, conversation at one and five. They are not out of it. They're two games back, which is so, so sad. It's so sad. The AFC South is just one giant trash fire right now. The the Jaguars losing the way they did Texans uh, in Dallas was embarrassing. Ta- Texans probably should have lost. They needed that uh, that pick return for a touchdown to finally snap their red zone woes. Uh, and uh, yeah, to get a lucky win against the Buffalo Bills that's not a good that's not a good uh, state of affairs for your team. Um, and how about the Bills? They could have won back to back against Tennessee and Houston. That would have been something. <laughs> um, yeah, I, don't know what to make I guess I hadn't heard much like going forward as far as Peterman or uh, Josh Allen's status. But uh, how does that tickle you? I think they're, what's that, Indy minus six and a half, Buffalo? That's in my dream scenario. That's, uh, that's, that holds. Uh, I like the Colts still. Yeah, I, can't. I, I'm, I might back that. I, if they can clean up the turnovers, that wasn't it's – a, it's a good team. Yeah. Especially if you hear good news about Hilton. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, – this is another one. These these both of these two, Indianapolis and the Chargers, these are ones where I expect money to come in on these teams. And so the earlier you can get involved, the better number you're going to get. These both feel like they close in the seven range, don't you think? Yeah. No, they'll take money. I'm sure they already – they may be already, yeah. They may be already taking money. Actually, we we're not seeing we're not seeing the the Buffalo line out at most of the the heavier bet shops. So let's I guess we'll chill out for a second. Boy, dude. Um, any other major takeaways you had from the early games? Uh, let's talk about the one that was the most frustrating loss of the week. Uh, the uh, Chicago Bears. Uh, I laid minus three on uh, Monday or Tuesday or whatever we whenever we. We're looking at you know early numbers this week and um, figured I would get some kind of closing line value. Little did I know they were going to pull the old switcheroo, throw Brock Osweiler in there as a surprise. This thing gets bet out all the way to Chicago minus seven and a half at Pinnacle. Did you see that? And uh, of course, the Bears find a way to fuck this up. Like that was <clears throat> almost impressive. Uh, that uh, they gave up those enormous busted plays for touchdowns to Albert Wilson in the fourth quarter. Embarrassing tackling, embarrassing uh, pass defense across the board for that entire secondary. Uh, And then they get a break of a lifetime in creating a fumble at the goal line in overtime uh, and go right down the field 60 yards uh, to the Miami 40, you start thinking, okay, if they can just pick up another 10 or so here, they're in makeable field goal range. For some un, some reason that we will never know the answer to, Matt Nagy decides to run the ball three consecutive times, picking up a total of, what, three yards, maybe? Uh, it, it was so eerily similar to the Packers game. Exactly. Exactly. You better, exactly. better turtle up. He Nagy, oh my God! Does he have uh, Does he have the Andy Reid DNA or what? My goodness, man! He needs to. He my needs goodness. to 
Usually, I mean, you, you can't just blindly stay aggressive no matter what, but you sure can't oof. do that. Yeah, yeah, that that's never going to work in this league. Then they it, like on one hand, I could see is he trying to like work the clock here so that if they don't make the field goal, there's not enough time for Miami to come back and score because they're certainly not doing that. Uh, and yeah, they trot their field goal kicker out yeah. there and ask him to make a 54 yarder. Uh, instead of having, uh, you know, putting the ball in Mr. Trubisky's hands and having him try to uh, pick up additional yards. It was a very strange decision to see him just take his foot off the gas pedal when, you know, they were asking their kicker to make a 50 plus yard field goal in overtime on the road. That makes no sense to me. Uh, and especially because Trubisky was feeling himself in the second half. He had a nice third quarter, put up 21 points. Uh, you start feeling like the game is in pretty good shape. He did have that one turnover where I felt like they could have literally they could have buried Miami uh, and they say throw a pick in the end zone. Um, that was a shame. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Bears, it sets the Bears up as a pretty nice play next week if the uh, Pats just take care of business tonight. Um, is this one where you're like, I'm going to stay away from this and let all of my sharp friends go run and back the bears and watch them get annihilated by the Patriots. What's your initial feel on this? Yeah, I I'm going to play a small, I don't want like, I sound like a fucking talent, but like personal play, <laughs> you know, like a personal play. Ooh, the Astros, Jackety Jack. Um, but I just tickled uh, the team total can or new England over. And by the time you guys listen to this, it'll probably be, the, that'll be either a winner or a loser. Yeah, I, I love the. It's like we talked about the shit we don't post. That goes yeah, right, like right, right, right. that went to like eighty <laughs> percent. Today I did. I didn't put it on my card because I was doing it last night when the number was flying, coming down off the board, and it, I didn't feel fair to like put that up because I don't know how many people were even going to be able to. I hate putting numbers that maybe somebody can't even get because then you're, you get called a dick and stuff, but. Sure. There was a there's a chance that somebody had Bears minus four and Dolphins plus seven. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, the Bears got the ball back. I had dreams of running for a touchdown going through my head and winning by six. That would have been sweet. Very sick because most of it I just once it moved so much I'm like I this isn't like a play I love at four. I grabbed it just because I. I was very confident he wasn't going to play and then well, I'm just going to buy out of this and leave it alone and then lo and behold it was right or about to fall into that four that's seven funny range. so I basically know. so you're so Andy's reaction when he sees news that Osweiler might be starting for Miami and that the line has moved all the way to seven seven and a half your reaction is I'm coming back on Miami here my reaction was I'm going to start putting a folder together of Asweiler gifts uh, because this is going to be the easiest win of the day. Uh, and lo and behold, they lose outright, uh, not just blowing the cover. So that, that one hurt. That was sucked. Uh, even cause I had, I had three. So like if Chicago just, you know, gets the ball a little closer in that overtime possession and kicks a field goal, I'm looking at a push instead of a loss here. And so that was, that was pretty inexplicable. I, I really don't know what was going on with Matt Nagy at the end there. He was determined to find a way to lose that game. Um, and hopefully Chicago is better for it in the long run, but that's a tough lesson at the expense of my bankroll. So I'm, I'm pretty pissed. Um, I can't complain too much though. I had a winning day, winning weekend overall. Uh, I shouldn't be too mad. 
Uh, I don't have any action in New England or uh, or the Green Bay game tomorrow, so it's not like I'm, you know, I need some things to happen to salvage my week or anything like that. So, and I know there were some other people out there that had some pretty strong plays that got worked by some bad beats. So I'll do my, I'll, I'll limit my complaining. Um, another no doubter, one I want to give you credit for. You added the Seattle Seahawks, uh, and last minute ad for you, or was this one you were just waiting on the best number all week? I mean, it, there was spots where it, it, it was better to grab it. In fact, I probably missed. There was like a regular juice two and a half, which usually when I agonize over that half point, it doesn't matter anyway. Obviously, it didn't matter in this one. This was tough for me. And I I almost want to like bring in a psychologist talk about this or write a long thesis on this. <laughs> but when you take a hard stance on something in the preseason, offseason, and it's ingrained. And maybe you even bet a season win total under on a certain team like the Seahawks, which yeah. I still like. It's hard to bet on them. It, it makes it so hard because you're like, no, I'm stubborn. I still think they stink. They're a stinky team and they, they <laughs> suck. I'm not packing them. But, boy, everything I use, everything I look at and Every angle I normally bet with was like, boy, you really need to bet the Seahawks, Andy. So finally, I just said to hell with it, put them on the card. Yeah. And yeah, they, they looked good. I wanted the Seahawks. And I don't, but to I be fair, to, I'm not even sure they look good. Oakland has quit. They did. Did you know that was coming? Because like I was, I, I got a little too clever by half on that game. I like the Seahawks look too. I saw the news. We saw that they were traveling earlier. That's one of my favorite angles to bet on, blindly almost. And I got too cute by half, and I played the over, thinking that Oakland was, you know, reputable offense. They were going to do something, uh, and they did exactly squat. Uh, the passing. Did you see the target chart I posted of uh, Derek Carr's passes? For some reason, he's doing a, an Eli Manning impression. He's not throwing the ball more than 10 yards down the field for reasons that I can't understand. Uh, have they quit on Gruden after just these, what, six games? That seems crazy. I, I mean, as a narrative, it doesn't. I mean, people say people said Patricia lost the locker room in like, what, 30 minutes into the season. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good um, point. <laughs> I mean, if, if they're not picking up what he's laying down, yeah, I don't think it's too soon to lose a team, especially no. with the results they had. Yeah. He's supposed to be this quarterback whisperer, I thought. What the hell? Derek Carr, <sighs> literally, literally, Derek Carr is regressing in front of our eyes. It's weird to watch. I never thought very highly of him in general, but I was like, if you can give him protection, if, especially up the middle, like he can pick you apart, he can make throws. Like he's not, he can read defenses. He's not like a helpless idiot. But uh, they he, they have made him look completely and utterly uh, incompetent, which is impressive because Seattle, I mean, they're not, you know, they're not world stars in defense by any stretch of the imagination. They're, this is this is the legion of gloom now. Like, I, I don't get how they only hang three points. And there were some decisions that Gruden made specifically about when to punt and when to go for it and why to kick a field goal in the fourth quarter. Lots of stuff that was just kind of... That was my favorite is when he kicked, <laughs> when he kicked the, the field goal. Like, yeah, let's what get there. We didn't get shut out, guys. High five. Um, so that was kind of crazy. Uh, I don't have a great... These teams go on by, so we won't talk, spend too much more time talking about them. Uh, maybe one of the more interesting and impactful games of the week from the kind of the landscape of the, um, of the season, 
and who wins divisions uh, was the Pittsburgh Cincinnati game. Uh, I had a really nice read on the under on this one. Got it last week under 53, expecting around 48 points. But got bet down all the way down to 49 and a half. Did you see that? It closed that low. Yeah. Ooh, man. And then it lands at 49. <laughs> so there was a, that, that one got bet right down to the correct number effectively. Um, and, uh, but that under comes home for me. I feel pretty good about that. It was a little wishy washy with 14, 14 at halftime, but, uh, things really got tight late as, uh, uh, as they kind of traded blows and tried to get in field position to kind of kick field goals. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Cincinnati comes up with a pretty impressive drive to score a touchdown late. You think maybe this ain't your daddy's Bengals who are three and 14 versus the Steelers. This is maybe a new look for these guys. Uh, and then they turn right around and the defense just gets gashed in like a minute 10 or a minute five. I don't even know how long the drive was for Pittsburgh, but it was short. It was sweet. They nailed them with an Antonio Brown touchdown to cap it off. And they converted the two point conversion even so that it was a truly a seven point game. That was pretty impressive from Pittsburgh. Do you think that that has kind of shown some life for this Pittsburgh team and that they may be able to put together if they can put together a couple back-to-back wins and you know a relatively relatively easy part of their schedule coming out of the bye they get Browns Ravens Panthers I don't know what do you think I think the Browns gave them all they could handle last time Hmm. I I don't think that's terribly easy that's a I was just gonna say they go 500 in those three which uh, I guess they've done that before. This- I guess yeah. The rest of the 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 bank the Steelers schedule is like kind of sneaky hard. I guess there uh, there are some tough spots. I still think if I had to go gun to my head and pick a division winner, and I mean obviously I bet this team too, so it doesn't help. <laughs> but oh I, I really? Thought, you like the Ravens? No, I'm just yeah. All three teams, I, their schedules are. I mean, do you do you think one of them's a lot easier than the other? I think the Browns probably. But, well, but they're yeah, not a good team. It's not like the Browns are that far out. Attention. Yeah, their Yeah, their schedule is way easier than the other two, but um, still the Browns. But it's still the Browns, right? I don't think they're realistic contenders. Uh, I guess the I guess of the three, the Ravens, the Ravens stand out because their defense is playing like an all world defense. The Ravens defense at full health now is a top five, no doubt top five unit. They don't, they're not doing it on turnovers. They're not doing it on, you know, lucky, um, you know, this or that, like they are legitimately playing extremely, extremely sound, uh, football on defense. And it's impressive. So got they had more them. sacks than oh, the Raiders had points. <laughs> they had more sacks than the Titans had first downs, didn't they? Did that, yeah. did that hold that? Did that hold on? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, that, that held out. That was the case of a good ways into the fourth quarter there. Um, it's uh, yeah. So Baltimore is one I want to talk about a little bit because they go now uh, versus the Saints. Interesting game, you know, and you have two teams that are peaking a little bit, two teams that are like, you know, we're for real. You know, coming off of each team coming off of a big win, the Saints on Monday night, then obviously they get their bye. Um, is uh, is there an is there a straightforward way to attack the handicap on this one? Because I feel like this is going to be one of my favorite games of the week to to break down. 
It's funny how I called Baltimore my division winner because at first look, I wanted to take some New Orleans money line. <laughs> I did but too. I know, too. but boy, that um, breeze, we've said this breeze on the road. Yeah. You did good versus the Giants, though. So I don't know, man. Oh, well, like the, the, Washington, the Washington game, just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Any, a lot of sharp money came in on Washington. I didn't blame him. And then, yikesies. That was not even close, right? Yep. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I kind of yeah, don't, with you. I, I I don't have a great feel on it. That's a- I'm not sure I understand why the line is what it is, to be honest, because we've been seeing the lines makers give the um, – uh, give the teams off a buy a flat two point adjustment, and this does not look adjusted. This looks like they are not giving the the Saints a whole lot of uh, of a bump here for coming off of their buy. I mean, coming off the buy and going right on the road again. Interesting, interesting. That'd be worth looking into. Like teams off a of buy that have to go on the road. Yeah, they haven't got a home game and like you know, haven't got to play at home for three weeks now. Granted, yeah. you know they didn't play last week. It's obvious, but. Yeah, well, that's a uh, yeah. It's it's it'll be yes. The Saints obviously play stupendously good football in the dome, and they are much much less, you know, less bettable on the road. But still, I don't know, man. This is a this is an interesting interesting spot to try to back back the Saints, in my opinion. Yeah, tough? it's that- it's funny. Like this is look. This looks like a tough card to me. Can I talk you into an under in that Saints game? 50 seems like a lot with the way this Baltimore defense is playing. Yeah, and actually, God, if New Orleans could... Do you remember like how they got playing last year, that New Orleans defense later in the year? Yeah. Even midway through the season, if they could get anywhere near that level, this is like a you know a 21-17 game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I part of me and it's really still, wants to it's get them still, it's not New here. Orleans. This is not like 2015 New Orleans where Breeze is going over the top with, you know, Marcus Colston deep. This is no, they got them, yeah, trickling down the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're slowly working their way down the field. Yep, Ingram's back into the fold off of his suspension. Kamara is playing excellent football this season. Uh, uh, yeah, I am going to look very, very carefully at this under fifty here. This seems like oh, it's a, not a bad look. This seems I haven't like looked at nice any totals. One. I just kind of looked at the tweet with all the with the numbers. All the lines. Totals <laughs> are probably starting to pop, huh? Yeah, they are starting to pop. Um, an awful low total that immediately caught my attention was Carolina versus Philly. Uh, we saw Philly get right a little bit against the Giants. Uh, hung thirty four on them. Uh, that was a really impressive offensive performance there from Philly, despite they had some close calls on turnovers that were not meant to be. Um, they take on a Panthers team that just got their, uh, you know, just got their butts kicked, sorta, by the Redskins uh, on the road. On the road again here against Philly, who has extra rest. They open this at Philly minus four, which seems very tempting to get involved on the Philly side of things. Uh, but uh, but what originally caught my eye here was the total of forty five. Um, I don't like that number at all. <laughs> I like over 45 here, uh, as pretty strong lean at this point. Um, I would have guessed we would have seen a 48 and I probably would have looked like the over and at a 48 here. This to me feels like a, you know, 31, 28 kind of game. Not, uh, it not is funny that it's 20. lower than the Vikings jets total. Doesn't make sense to me at all. It that really is a little doesn't make sense 40. to me. 
That really honestly, the, the Titans, the Titans Chargers totals at forty five. Yeah, I think way the Titans offense looks. Oh, right now, Char- Chargers team total over again. Yeah, the Chargers team total over is the look. I think you guys stay away from the Titans overs for time being. Just I don't know what's going on with them. They do not have it figured out. They looked like they were having it. They looked like they were putting the pieces together, but they very much do not. Um, <clears throat> let me ask you. The, let me ask you about a couple of these. I don't have much more on the games that that we already had. Oh, I guess there's one thing I should remember. Uh, should mention. Uh, I had Atlanta minus three and a half, and uh, that was the sweat of sweats. Uh, that game, they looked so good in the first half. They looked like they were going to pick their number against the Buccaneers. And boy, oh boy, did that defense just let that. They let them right back into it. Uh, that was an extremely tough one to watch. We talked about it on last week's Sunday pod that that was going to end up around 63 points. It ended on 63. Which uh, is divisible <laughs> by... <laughs> by both 7 and 9 because 7 times 6 is... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it is uh, It is 7 times 9 is 63 and we did not see it add up that way exactly. There was lots of two-point conversions, field goals, missed extra point, things like that. Uh, but uh, lo and behold, that Atlanta minus three and a half gets home. That felt very, very lucky uh, because Atlanta went for a 53-yard field goal relatively late in that game to take it from two to five, um, which I think you probably run the numbers and the math probabilities. You probably would be able to convince yourself that that was the right decision in the moment, but it sure didn't feel like it. If it you have a kicker really like that, feel like I, I, I think you got to have confidence in him. Even if you have a, that really good kicker, I feel like you have to go for it there and get the first down just because the way your defense has been getting absolutely gashed in the second half. Um, if you miss the field, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's almost like uh, you can't really afford to put the ball back into their hands. And sure enough, it did end up almost biting them in the ass because the Bucks who needed a touchdown came like within a few yards of it. Uh, so it was a crazy ending to that game. Felt like a very lucky win for the Falcons. Um, and uh, I think I'm done betting on the Falcons this year. That'll do it for me. <laughs> you going to get involved with them against the Giants? Did you see that number already got bet up by two points? How is that possible? What the hell? Yeah, I'm trying to wrap my head around that. I think what? the Giants have, Giants Why have is a bet. That? I mean, it, it was, it a, was this a dummy opener? Because there's no way it would go from three and a half to five and a half with the type of number of tickets they're talking about here. Was there this is a dummy opener and they just moved on air pretty much? I mean, it could have been to who bet it rather than how much. If, if every single respectable person who bets early lines at like multiple books went and said, that's dumb. I'm betting that for a max at any book that'll take it. Mm. I can see it moving quickly over, and it's not like five and a half, some key number, I guess. Mm. Tell that to the Falcons, Stan. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I don't know what to think. Of I, I still think the Falcons' defense is broken. That 54 is probably a bit low. Hey, I was the Giants will probably that. put up 24, 28 on them. If, I think if the Falcons want to cover, they're going to have to score a lot of points. Uh, yeah, yeah. Any of these the, games in these domes that they're lighting continue to line in the mid to low fifties. Like, forget about it. Like that. This dome, sixty points is the new normal. Like, I don't know why they're still offering these low last numbers. I'll probably bet over fifty four here. Um, in a man. in a 
quick turn of events for Boston residents. The Patriots <laughs> turned it over on downs, and the but then the Red Sox hit a three-run double. Nice. So. Well, uh, I'm actually happy the Patriots turned it over on downs. I'd like to see Kansas City go and score a touchdown here, and I'd like to get a live position on the Pats uh, down 7 nothing. Uh, that's my dream for this game. Who threw a worse pass? Mahomes pick six or Connor McGregor? Uh, or, uh, uh, Peterman pick six. Sorry. The Peterman I'm, I'm trying to read and talk. Peter, that Peterman pick six. Was, I thought you were a play ahead of me. I was like, what? Oh, no, no, Mahomes no. pick six? I was like, no, that, did, that did not happen. Oh, um, not yet. But the, oh, that Peterman pick six was something. It was. It was. It, was. It, it brought back a lot of memories of Peterman picks past. <laughs> that was fun. Especially uh, after he threw a touchdown. It's like, oh, is he? Is he like good now? No. No. The Connor. The Connor McGregor throw was the most fun thing that happened all day. It was that more was fun something. than any. Because the football, uh, yeah, we could we could call. It, you know, sometimes NFL is entertaining. Sometimes it's not. Today it wasn't entertaining. It was a bad day of football. I have to say, and I'm, you know, and that's someone who had a winning card today overall. So go figure. Um, next week, there's some other interesting matchups. Another one that popped my, my that uh, that shines like a beacon, and I wonder how to approach this one. Uh, how are we taking Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings uh, only land three against the Jets? They, I mean, they're gonna, they're, they're just gonna shit house this Jets defense. The Jets defense is not good. The Vikings get thirty-five points here, in my opinion. Are you gonna be land three? Or are you still not a Vikings backer? I thought the offense looked nice today, even without uh, Cook. They got a lot of yardage out of the running backs, and then obviously Beeland <laughs> is, which he is a G. Shout out. I don't bet college. I, I'll tail some people in college. And I, I have a player or two on college. I take it pretty easy on Saturdays, so. But I do have a Mankato, Minnesota State, 10 to 1 Division II championship future. That is, uh, and that was strictly based on uh, that's where Thielen went. Nice. So it, it's Mankato's year. Hey, can I ask you a question? He is fantastic. I'm sorry if you drafted uh, Diggs in fantasy, I guess, because he's kind of he's getting his, but just not to the point of what we're seeing. And I probably will back Minnesota. I thought the Jets the Jets were opportunistic. It was similar to the the Lions game. Like, do you think the Jets were that good? Let me ask you about that then. Uh, Get it now. While it's three and a half. Oh, well, it's three before it goes at three and a half, because almost certainly this is going to tick up to three and a half by the time we wake up tomorrow morning. That's probably not a bad idea. They'll take they'll take money, even even on the road, I suppose. I think I just think Minnesota's offense is so good. They're, I mean, they I, honestly like how they absolutely should have covered against Arizona today. What, what did you watch any of that game? Yeah, kind of a nasty little fumble six. That was. Honestly, I didn't have money on it. I, I was watching more red zone than that. But yeah, that that fumble six was ishy. They probably could have scored more. I think they took it easy on them in the second half. After they got up, once they got to twenty seven, it's like they took their foot off the pedal. I'm already seeing threes getting juiced at fifteen. So yeah, I'm in. I just placed three at fifteen. That's the juiciest bet I've placed all year. Oh really? You gotta get yeah. wild. 
No, no freaking way, man. Uh, I was actually looking at the current price for Minnesota minus four is plus 113. And I think that's probably where it closes. So you could probably scoop a good 5% CLV on that now if you wanted it. How was your closing line value? It was a weird week for moves. It was. I got buried on Philly. I got oh, buried yeah. on the Chargers. And ironically, those were two of my easiest <laughs> wins of the week. I captured an absolute mountain of closing line value on Chicago that meant nothing. Uh, and uh, I had a huge CLV win on the uh, Pittsburgh under. Um, and, you know, you know I, I think it was a weird kind of, you know, two ends of the spectrum. The other ones all kind of landed in the middle, maybe some small ones in there, but nothing big. Um, but continuing to hit about two thirds or better of my plays, I'm getting in before the line moves. So I'm pretty satisfied. I think that's a good sign for the process to this point. How about you? Yeah, same thing. I bet the Eagles took like a minus 11% off the closing line. It was a very strange move. All my other plays were positive, nothing major. I think my best one was honestly the teaser just because the Titans the Titans line moved so much after I placed it. Uh, but everything else, Seahawks was a good number. I got Seahawks at a plus number at mm-hmm. minus three. Okay. Uh, the Bills Texans actually close to even a little lower than I got it at. That took some more under money, and uh, I got some nice closing line value in the Colts as they got the shit beat out of them. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay, well, I made uh, while we were talking here today, I made uh, uh, two plays. I'm on under forty nine and a half in Saints Ravens at minus one of two. Uh, I think that's coming down, uh, and I am on. Mini minus three at minus one fifteen because that's going up. Uh, other leans that really look appealing to me right now, I would like that over in the Carolina Philly game a lot. Um, I like the Chargers before we see them get seven to get to seven. I like the uh, Colts before we see them get to seven. Um, that's about it for me, man. Probably the over in the Atlanta Giants game too. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of like I kind of like that over. I did grab Minnesota. I think that'll be the only thing I'm on. Yeah, Colts minus six and a half. I think that gets to seven, and I think they get the. I think they get right, especially Buffalo going. Oh, what's Buffalo's situational here? Is that this the is their second second straight roadie on a road, and it is their second. AFC South opponent. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I don't see a lot of good reasons to get involved with Buffalo in this one. I think Indianapolis is going to be able to take care of business here. No, I think that'll be the side I go with there. Um, oh, by the way, uh, let's say uh, the Chargers, we, we were way out ahead of the cart on buying low in the Chargers before they've racked off this nice little three game win streak here. Uh, did you get any Chargers 25 to 1 win the Super Bowl? I'll have to look. I took something. I want to say it was division, which think it was, division. was huge because of what the two, and that might not matter at all. I had some. I had some Chargers preseason. I have actually a Chargers Saints Super Bowl matchup from preseason at like one hundred and fifteen to one. I don't know what else I have on them. I got. I 
I always say, like, you know, shop around and get the best line, use multiple outs. But I need to, like, I need to do a better job tracking because I, I don't write my futures down on my spreadsheet, and I should because I bet I have 50 of them spread yeah. out between, like, nine books. It's not – it's a problem. I'm yeah. opening up multiple tabs to find things here. You spread. Okay, that's cool. Hey, uh, let me ask you the uh, last thing then before we wrap up. I don't have a play on Monday Night Football. Um, CJ beat hard on the road against Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay has played a ton of home games to this point in the season. I think they're rightfully favorites. We've seen San Francisco take some pretty um, some pretty decent money here, moving this down to eight and a half off of the opener of 10. Uh, and that's kind of been hand in hand with some pretty dour coverage of Aaron Rodgers' knee taking a hit against that in Detroit where it looks like you know, he, he's regressed a step or two from uh, the recovery he was making from his AC, MCL sprain. Um, you going to have any kind of a, a look in this one? I'm seeing it like it's even money-ish for Devontae Adams' anytime touchdown score. That's, that's about all I can look at right now. I, I did, I placed a degenerate parlay this morning as I was prepping which is a problem i said i didn't have enough time maybe i had too much time because i did put a like a i think texans vikings packers paid minus 120 to get those three just outright so i do have the packers to close that up for me and make me a a little bit of hot wing money so that i'll probably just leave it at that i don't see a strong case to lay the eight and a half or whatever eight and a half nine and a half where are we sitting at right now eight and a half um, do you think that uh, San Francisco is like a, a reasonable frisky dog in some of these matchups coming up where they're going to be double digit dogs? Like next week, we're almost certainly going to see them double digit dogs to the Rams. It'll be the Rams third, third roadie in a row. Um, any uh, any friskiness with San Francisco or I don't know, it's a team we just stay away from because they. Uh, it kind of feel like that beat hard honeymoon game is over. Like I was even. Uh, I was even warned off that, you know, someone, someone even said that as far as sometimes, you know, you bring in a quarterback like that and he'll have a good game. And I bet against him anyway with the, what was that the chargers that week, I think, but I, I don't see him honestly repeating any performances like that. They're, uh, they they have a couple nice pieces on offense, but it's still, uh, there was a lot of steam for them, but I still think they need a few more pieces on offense. And obviously the the quarterback that would help quite a bit having, having Jimmy G rather than beat hard. I, I don't think I'm in a position to like back them unless you see some numbers that get way too big. Even yeah. it's, it's like we talked, I talked to somebody about this earlier, the best team in the NFL versus the worst team in the NFL isn't a very big gap on the right night. Right. You know, all, yeah. it, all it takes is a little extra gear from that shit team and maybe a little extra lead in the ass on the good team. And all of a sudden it's a three point game in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, if the numbers start to get ridiculous, you got to back some San Fran, but I'm not going to back them in Lambeau. Oh, you know what? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree. I agree. Uh, let's talk about the, there's another rookie head coach uh, and it's a bad one. On Thursday Night Football, Arizona. Uh, you think uh, Vance Joseph can finally get into the, you know, finally get a win here? Uh, 
as a short homie, short short road favorite. Uh, Denver and the uh, the beautiful backdoor Broncos heading <laughs> heading down to uh, heading down to the desert to play Josh Rosen and the Cardinals. I saw some nice throws out of Rosen. I I don't quite know how I feel about Denver. They they seem to make some plays. They have, you know, obviously they have good receivers. But Keenum can make some bad decisions, and yeah, Joseph is still a bad coach. And it's not like I'm going to give Arizona the coaching advantage there, but still at home, that line's probably about right. Feels like it'll. That's a game that'll come right down to it. Yeah, gonna have to gonna have to do a little evaluation and see if how they how they fared injury wise today. Um, okay, let's wrap this up. Good stuff by you. Yeah, it's, it's it was it was kind of a bad Sunday, wasn't it? Just it was, it was. It, it not in terms of profit or loss, but in terms of entertainment, I was disappointed. So hopefully next week's better. And um, no, su- no Sunday of football is bad. That's a good point. It's still, it's still enjoyable. <laughs> hey, like uh, it. any interest in a live over in this uh, Chiefs Pats game? We're not, What's it at? Low fifties, mid fifties? It's three three right now. Um, the live total is, uh, yeah, I guess it's mid fifties, fifty six and a half. <laughs> I'm surprised. I thought it would be down in the forties already. We're half a quarter gone. They only got six points. Uh, defenses are looking a little frisky. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get involved in the over here. I need some kind of action on this game. And the Patriots still minus three and a half live. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, 57, 56. That's still a lot. I think they expect these offenses to get their get their sea legs and get some points on the board here. Jesus. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. I think we're going to slip some points. Okay, let's wrap this up. I'm going to get this up for people, and then we'll uh, talk, okay. talk to you at halftime. Yeah, we'll do that. Cool.